0: Winning Cures Everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome in, welcome in. Winning Cures Everything. This is the Thursday, March 5th edition of the show. I'm Gary. I am your host for The Daily Show. You can find us on Periscope. You can find us on Facebook for The Daily Show. Of course, there is the podcast as well. If you would, subscribe to the podcast, subscribe on YouTube, Uh, Share the show out. Tell your buddies about it. Leave some comments. We would definitely appreciate that. You can find everything on winningcureseverything.com. The live show goes up on the website right there whenever we go live. So, uh, the show brought to you by Tunica, Mississippi, the South's premier sports gambling destination. They've got six incredible sports books, along with a bunch of shows coming through town. they got Chris D'Elia coming through. they got uh, just all sorts of uh, bands and everything else coming through. Go do yourself a favor. Check out Tunica Travel com. That is the website to find more information on all of it. Uh, we will be at Samstown Casino in Tunica Thursday, March 19th, Friday, March 20th. Make sure that you go and check that out. Go to SamstownTunica.com if you want to get rooms. We're going to be there all day Thursday. We're broadcasting live that morning at 930. We are broadcasting again at 4 p.m. We're doing the same thing on Friday. And, uh, and we're staying the night out there on Friday night as well. So we will be there the whole time hanging out. We want to shake hands. Uh, Tell you guys how much we appreciate you supporting the show for as long as you have. Um, Let's go ahead and jump into things. Uh, First off, before we get into this college basketball stuff at the end of the show, CapWise.com, C-A-P-W-I-Z-E, CapWise.com, their 2020 March Madness betting guide is out. You use the promo code WCE, you are going to get $5 off of that. And it, it comes out the Monday after the brackets are announced because they've got a ton of information. If you want to try and win a bracket pool, if you just want to bet on the games, capwise.com with their March Madness betting guide, that is the route that you want to take, I promise. So go check it out, capwise.com, their 2020 March Madness betting guide. Use promo code WCE, and it uh, it will help you out. I guarantee that. First things first, let's go ahead and talk about this. I walked in to my house last night, And my wife said, hey, so a couple of years ago, I signed up for something online. And I thought, okay, this sounds a little fishy. Might be something crazy going on. She goes, I didn't think anything about it. I was just signing up to get some more information. And I said, you put in your phone number, didn't you? She said, yeah, yeah, I did. So they have been trying to call her. For two years, she signed up to get a quote for solar panels for our house. And they finally got her to answer the phone one time. So this afternoon, when I go home, I am going to have to deal with somebody coming over to our house to try and sell us solar uh, solar panels for the house that we don't really want and can't really afford, to be honest. Because I know that they're going to be astronomical. But it's a really interesting concept, the way that it works, right? We don't have a lot of trees that are blocking our home. The sol- the way that the solar panels work, it works in your house would still be connected to the city's electrical grid. The city would actually pay you for any added storage that the solar panels would give back to the city. So any any solar power that comes back into... Uh, your battery backups and whatever else, they go back into the city, they will pay you for. So rather than having to pay an electric bill, you're getting all of your power from the sun, and if for whatever reason it's rainy, like it most recently was for two, what, three straight weeks, whatever, where there's no sun outside, if you're not getting any solar power, well, then you're still connected to the grid. I thought it was an interesting concept, so I am interested at least to hear how this works. But... I don't know if you guys are married or if you have a a, a significant other that has done something like this to you because she has set it all up and she is making it to where I will be there to deal with them when they come over. So just another part of being a husband. It is what it is. Let's move on. Let's talk Scott Cochran. We have talked a lot about him on the show over the past week or so. Uh, He left for Georgia. He left Alabama. There's a new report up at AL.com. And it explains exactly why this move happened. It was not sabotaged by Georgia. Maybe the timing might have been a little bit. But either way, this was not something that was, you know, hidden. That was whatever. Nick Saban knew that Scott Cochran wanted to be an on-field coach. And one of the excerpts here, and, and we knew about this really, when Lane Kiffin tried to hire him. To Ole Miss. And we won't say that he tried to hire him. We'll say that they were in discussions. They talked about it. Cochran wanted to be an on-field coach. In recent years, he has decided that eventually one day he wants to be a head football coach. It is very difficult to get there from being a head strength and conditioning coach. So, he was talking to Lane Kiffin. He talked to the New York Giants. He also threw his name in the pool of potential special teams coordinators at Michigan State for Mel Tucker. And, of course, he talked to Kirby Smart, and Kirby Smart thought, okay, this could actually maybe work, and he's he's buddies, right? Kirby Smart and Scott Cochran were like best friends. Their families were best friends when Kirby Smart worked at Alabama. The way that this went down, um, it said, so here's an excerpt of this. After the Ole Miss discussions became public, Saban called Cochran in for a meeting and asked whether he really wanted to make that switch to an on-field job. When Cochran said that he did, Saban told him he wouldn't be comfortable hiring him as an on-field assistant at that point in time, according to sources with knowledge of the situation. The advice from Saban was that if Cochran wanted to become a special teams coach, he should start attending Alabama special teams meetings and invest time into learning the intricacies of the position. Cochran left the conversation upset and convinced that he would not be getting an on-field opportunity at Alabama, given he believed he had already spent a lot of time around special teams. It is very interesting that Saban told him, okay, we can look at this, but before we move you to that, we want you to at least learn what the role requires. Basically, prepare for the job. According to this, he had not been in any of the special teams meetings. So Georgia hired a coach. Like Ole Miss ended up going with uh, Houston special teams coordinator Blake Gideon, who uh, actually was Football Scoop's 2019 special teams coordinator of the year. Um, Georgia hired a coach that nobody else wanted to hire because he wasn't prepared for the job. Seems a little fishy, right? So if Georgia wants to give Scott Cochran a job that he's not qualified for, that's totally fine. But the matter of fact is, or the fact of the matter, whatever you want to say, Cochran was tired of being at Alabama as a strength and conditioning coach. He wanted to move to an on-field role. And it is what it is. Uh, Cochran was ready to head out at that point, um, I mean, one of these things says, Sabin meanwhile, had concerns about numbers and results from a strength and conditioning standpoint. Wanted tweaks made to the program. Sources said Sabin began writing Cochran mercil- uh, mercilessly in front of staff. So, yeah, I could get it. Once you've talked to a few people, you think you might be getting another job, and then you have to come back, and you've got to deal with Nick Saban. And, yeah, I could see where it was time for a change. So, what could end up coming out of this is both sides get what they ultimately want, and I think that could be a good thing. Could be a, thing, a good thing for, uh, for both programs. We shall see. Next topic. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to trylifemd.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at try MD.com. That's trylifemd.com. That's t r y l i f e m d.com. Let's write the times down here. Could NBC trade Al Michaels to ESPN to pair with Peyton Manning? Now, the New York Post is or the yeah, New York Post Uh, Andrew Marchand is who originally reported on this. And for those that think that it is out of the realm of possibility, remember, Michaels only has two years left on his deal. NBC has already hired in his replacement. Mike Tirico is going to take over after the 2022 Super Bowl. That is when Michaels' contract runs out. Michaels is 75 years old. He could decide that he's done after two years. He might want to just stay at NBC and make sure that he gets to call that Super Bowl in two years. Or he could go get a pretty hefty pay raise and possibly work with Peyton Manning and and move back to the ESPN Monday Monday Night Football position, which is actually what he had before. He and John Madden had been doing Monday Night Football on ABC years ago. And this trade has actually happened before. ESPN traded Al Michaels to NBC after John, uh, Jan, bleh, I cannot talk today. I swear. John Madden actually left after his contract was up. He left ABC and went to NBC. Well, Michaels wanted to stay on with him, even though he had years left on his deal with ABC. He wanted to move to NBC to stay with John Madden. Totally makes sense, right? Well, at that point, ESPN, owned by Disney, of course, NBC's parent company, Universal had the rights to Oswald the Rabbit, Oswald the Lucky Rabbit, which was the precursor to Mickey Mouse. It was important to Disney to get that property back. Okay, I get it. There is no Oswald this time. I don't know what they would do to trade for Al Michaels, but it seems like trading for Al Michaels might be the only way to get Peyton Manning in the booth there's also talk of Jeff Saturday, there's talk of other things, you know, they could bring in Eli Manning to work with Peyton, they could I mean there's all sorts of stuff that they would have to work out and figure out. But uh Michaels could get a massive raise out of this. It could significantly raise the profile of ESPN's NFL coverage. Don't say it's not possible because it has happened before. It has absolutely happened before. Uh this was 2006 when it happened. So yeah, I'm uh, I'm curious to see which direction that's going to end up going. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me to see Michael stay on for two years at NBC and right off into the sunset after the Super Bowl in 2022 in Los Angeles. But if he feels like he can keep going, I would I would 100% uh, take a look at that. So, uh, number four, Parlay Pats. I don't know how many of you are familiar with the 23-year-old gambler uh, who was kind of made famous back earlier in, in the football season when he netted $1.1 million in winnings from parlay bets, which any normal, regular gambler would tell you are terrible bets, right? If you just want to have fun with it, have at it, whatever. If you're not worried about a return on investment, if you're not, you know, whatever. Parlays, teasers, bad options. But if you want to have fun, Totally a good way to go. But this guy became pretty famous for his parlay bets. And he won a ton of money during football season. He was charged in a federal court with allegedly threatening to carry out acts of violence against athletes and their families. And some of the crap that he said to people blew my mind. Um, see if I can get the website to come up here. Uh, he... He was told, or he was uh, alleged to have told a Pepperdine basketball player back on March 9th, 2019, quote, your throat will be severed open with a dull knife. Quote, your entire family will be beheaded and burned alive. Quote, I will enter your home as you sleep and kill you. Uh, He also bet $10,000 on the Rams to win the Super Bowl last year when they lost to the New England Patriots. Uh, apparently he sent a direct message to a Patriots player with the initials J-E. We're going to guess that's Julian Edelman. It said, I will rape and murder your entire family. Uh, Edelman was the MVP of the Super Bowl. Uh, I mean, I just, I don't know how in the world you would think that you could possibly get away with something like this. I mean, now all of this was before he became you know, relatively famous through Action Network and ESPN and whatever else for his parlay bets. But he had wagered a ton of money on some of this stuff and went through I mean, he was talking to baseball players, basketball players, football players, and any time that they would lose a bet for him, he would go in on them. Now, it's one thing to say it on Twitter in an open forum if you're not actually threatening violence. If you're if you're calling them names or whatever then it is what it is you can just be muted but they were sending direct messages he was sending them direct messages now you do have the option to turn off direct messages if you want to obviously but uh, I don't know I, I'm curious what they'll do I don't know what the courts will actually do with him I, I don't I don't I want to see more I want to see what's gonna happen because I have no idea Uh It seems like the legal process hasn't yet caught up to social media. Uh, The new technology and whatnot needs to be treated seriously. Because you don't know if this guy was being serious or not. Obviously not. He's a 23-year-old guy with too much money. But you never know about these things. So I am in wait-and-see mode. I want to make sure that they actually do punish him in some way that actually matters as opposed to just taking money away or probation or whatever. I want I want to see something strict because people need to be smarter about the way that they interact with other people on social media, period. Last topic of the day so that we can get out of here. Let's talk about college basketball gambling picks. 216, 166, and 14 on the season went 3-3 three and three last night. That puts us at... Uh, Let's see, six and eight on the week. Not good so far, but that's okay. We've got six picks for tonight. Uh, I am not trying to just do six picks every day. Just so you guys know, these are the ones that stood out to me when it comes down to it. I ended up with having six. I could have had seven. I could have had five. I chose these six that I felt the strongest about. So let's go ahead and run through them. By the way, you can get the picks over at winningcureseverything.com. Go to the gambling picks section and you just click on the college basketball spreadsheet right there. It'll tell you all of the picks that I have done all season, along with today's picks as well. Winningcureseverything.com gambling picks. Here are the picks for today. Rotation number first, 667 Wichita State plus three at Memphis. I feel really good about Wichita State. Uh, The early numbers from this season would have told you that Memphis should be favored. Uh, Wichita State is good. They are they are really good, well coached basketball team. They don't make mental mistakes. Memphis makes a ton of them. I think Wichita State gets the win tonight. But if I got if I got a three point cushion, I'll, I'll take that all day. Rotation six seven six Stanford plus one at Oregon State. Stanford is the better basketball team. Oregon State has played like complete crap here lately. Even at home, they're not very good. Stanford, however, won and covered four straight games. I expect that streak to continue tonight, heading into the Pac twelve tournament. Cal State Fullerton at UC Santa Barbara. We're taking UC Santa Barbara minus nine here. It's a lot of points. I feel really good about it. These are two teams headed in opposite directions. Give me UC Santa Barbara minus nine. 6.90, Hawaii at UC Davis. UC Davis minus two. I love UC Davis in this spot. Hawaii going on the road. They cover a lot of road games as a big underdog. As a a multiple possession underdog, they do not cover that well. When they are a one possession underdog, I think UC Davis wins this by five six somewhere around there. Uh, that's what the numbers have it as. Number 711, 7-1-1, 7-11, Illinois State plus five at Drake. Illinois State has the worst record on the season. Drake, however, headed in a wrong direction. Wrong wrong direction. Illinois State actually beat them. Just a couple of weeks ago, and yes, this is in a conference tournament, so it's a neutral site. Uh, but even when they played at Drake earlier this year, Drake didn't even beat them by five points at home. So I I look for Illinois State. This is a matchup issue here. I like Illinois State plus the five. I think they can win the game outright. Finally, last one, one seven one seven Eastern Illinois plus seven at Austin P. I don't think Austin P is very good at all. Eastern Illinois also not very good, but I think that they could be better than Austin P. I think they can win this game. They did earlier this year. Uh, I I expect them to be able to keep it within seven points for sure. Again, you can find all the picks over at winningcureseverything.com. Go to the gambling picks section. Do yourself a favor. Uh, Go check out our buddies at FT Awareness on Twitter. That's Free Throw Awareness. They keep up with uh, teams that should be making free throws at the end of games. Stuff like that. It's a lot of fun. I promise you're going to have fun with it. Capwise.com. Their 2020 March Madness betting guide. You are going to want that for the NCAA tournament. I promise you. Use promo code WCE. You'll get $5 off of that. And Tunica, Mississippi, the South's premier sports gambling destination. They got six incredible sports books. You're going to love all of it. TunicaTravel.com is the website. Remember, March 19th, March 20th, we're going to be at Samstown. Make sure that you get your reservations. Go get you a room. Hang out with us. We're going to have a really good time. Broadcasting live, 9 30 a.m., 4 p.m. on Thursday and Friday.